going on, guys? This is Mr. Carden, and this is the Mr. Carden's Quest podcast, episode two. Welcome to the party, guys. So it's been a while. It's been a while since we've done the first podcast, and you know, I felt like I needed to put something out there. I'm trying to make this a weekly thing. You know, I'm doing my best getting all all of this stuff started. I am still running a business and a company, so sometimes things can get in the way. But anyhow, it's not going to be an excuse anymore after this. And there's some things that I believe we need to talk about. So just for starters, some things, you know, I just want to just want to discuss with you guys is this whole balloon thing, man. So unless you've been living under a rock over, what was it, the past month? I'd say, what was it, from beginning of February, maybe prior to that, there was a Chinese spy balloon that flew over the U.S. I actually found it to be hilarious that they did that. I mean, it's in, in a way, it's genius. They flew a balloon over, unbeknownst to us, it was making its way over the middle of the United States where we have, what is it, intercontinental ballistic missiles installed. So, yeah, it was a level of trickery that I, I don't think the U.S. government was expecting. And the big thing is, like, how long have they been doing this? That's the question. So, in addition to that, like, you know, they had the spy balloon. They shot the spy balloon down off the East Coast. And now all of a sudden, all these freaking balloons are showing up, or some people are saying that they're UFOs. Now, while it would be so cool for them to be UFOs, you know, I would love for them to be UFOs or aliens finally showing themselves and just, you know, finally being recognized by the U.S. military, but I don't think that's the case here. I think what ended up happening is I think this Chinese balloon made its way over. Maybe the others were Chinese balloons. Uh, the president waited so long to shoot it down that, you know, after he took the initial one down, he got grilled. So he's like, damn, I, well, shit, I've got to start shooting down everything. i got to prove a point, you know. His PR team probably told him he's got to save face. So he, they just started going around. And they What did they knock out three other balloons? Could have been more. And I don't know if this is true, but one of the balloons that they shot down, I think they found out it was a hobbyist balloon, and they used a $400,000 missile to shoot down a hobby balloon. Now, some people might be saying, well, they're just telling us they're hobby balloons. No, there are people that are interested in high-altitude balloons, you know, just like there's people interested in astronomy. Some people are interested in metalworking. There are people out there that like to study the upper atmosphere. Um, you guys have seen it on TikTok and stuff and YouTube where people put a camera on a balloon, high-altitude balloon, and put it up. So, unfortunately, I don't think they're UFOs. I do think that they're balloons, and... I think that since they, quote, adjusted their radar systems, they're starting to see these balloons everywhere. And it makes sense because I think even Google was experimenting with high-altitude balloons to transmit uh, wireless internet. So, yeah, hate to be the bearer of bad news, guys, but I do not believe it is UFOs or aliens. Now, do I think there's strange things out there in the sky? Yes, I do. I do. I do think there's some things that are unexplainable, but I don't think this is it, you know? I really think they're just balloons. And a lot of people, you know, were jumping on the uh, the alien bandwagon and stuff. I made a TikTok video or two talking about it just because I thought it was interesting. Now, I wasn't necessarily saying that they were UFOs or space aliens, but just the reaction they had to this, it, it, was, it was entertaining, to say the least. So it, definitely interesting times that we live in. Now, I'm trying to think if there's anything else with this balloon stuff that stood out to me oh yeah so this got me thinking as well because the whole uap phenomenon right 
Lou Elizondo came out, and I do think Lou's credible. A lot of the stuff he is talking about is fascinating. These pilots that are coming out, I mean, these are experts in their fields. And I do think that they've seen something. Like, something is going on here that is strange, isn't right. And I just highly doubt it's any military technology that we have. But what? I, th let me go back to what I was saying before I went off that rail on the UPS. So what I found out was that there's something called spherical drones. Okay, so... I'll do a video on this on TikTok. I might put it in the podcast notes if I can. But anyways, I came across a research paper and a team had created a spherical drone and it looked like it was a metal balloon, probably like an aluminum balloon, looks just like one. And they fill it with helium and mounted on four, four parts of the balloon, four points on the balloon, on the surface, are fans. And this, this balloon, it looks like a sphere. It looks like a UFO, like people have been seeing and reporting. And it can steer itself. Now, it can't go that fast. And its structural integrity is questionable at high speeds. Because, again, it is a balloon. Like a mile-air balloon. Something simple. But I was thinking, I was like, maybe that could be what a lot of these, quote, UFOs are as well. You know, spherical balloons, drone balloons that we that the U.S. military and other governments have been experimenting with. Now, that cannot explain the speeds at which these craft are going, uh, but it makes sense for a lot of these sightings. Now, I had a crazy thought with that whole spherical drone thing. So while this one uses just fans, I'm pretty sure, like like motors to pump air around so it can you know direct itself in the atmosphere, I was thinking, what if you made like a metal sphere? And you had like a jet engine propulsion system on it. Possible, maybe. I mean, I don't know enough about it. I don't, I don't know how you would even begin to engineer that. But it's something to think about. So it's interesting times that we live in. And I think with the balloon thing, and even the spherical balloon thing I just told you about, we need to show some restraint, you know, before jumping on to everything, saying it's UFOs, the government's lying to us, they're hiding all this stuff from us. Because a lot of the times, I don't think that's the case. You know, I, I don't think they know as much as we think they know about UFOs and everything. That's the interesting part about all this. I don't think they know. And I think it freaks them out and terrifies them more than it would freak out your everyday citizen. Because they don't know what these things are. All they know is that they can outrun our aircraft, do maneuvers that, you know, we can't even come close to doing. So... From a defense standpoint, they're probably worried about it. And could it be government technology we're working on? Yeah, maybe, but again, I, I, I just, I doubt it at this point. But anyhow, in other news, I saw the news today, and I'll bring it up as well. This, this is actually old news. I don't know why this is being reported now. But there are two retired Air Force vets that have recently come forward about their experience with UFOs. Now, the first gentleman had an experience. Let's get the year right, because if I don't get the year right, I'm sure some, someone out here is going to correct me and give me a hard time. But it was in 1967. Yeah, his, his name is Robert Salas. And what ended up happening is he was running or directing a nuclear installation. And it was an Air Force base in Montana. I'm reading it right here. He had, they had 10 Air Force well, not 10 Air Force, but 10 warheads there at Maelstrom Air Force Base. And what ended up happening is that these red 
or orange UFOs or flying discs, they showed up and they disabled the nuclear weapons. They turned them off. Crazy story. And I think another thing that happened was they may have armed one to make it look like it was being armed. And I don't think he's the only one that has experienced this. I think there are others. I think there's a Russian report of this happening. So it's definitely something to think about when someone credible like this comes forward. But that's in the news. That's in the news now. And good on them that people are beginning to take this seriously, especially our government. Now, look it up further. Again, I'll repeat that. His name is Robert Salas. And it happened in Montana in 1967. So if you look it up, you can probably find it, find his whole story. He wrote a book about it, which is great. I'll put it in my Amazon store. I haven't read it, but I'll put it in there. I'll probably buy it just so I can read it. But anyways, that takes us to another gentleman named Dr. Robert Jacobs. So he briefed the AARO on a 35-millimeter film that was shot at a U.S. Air Force Base in 1964. In this video, they allegedly caught a flying saucer on film shooting down a nuclear warhead or an ICBM test. Actually, I don't think it was a warhead. It's probably an intercontinental ballistic missile. But I heard about this story like 15 years ago. And this guy was adamant, man. He's no dummy. He has no reason to lie. I don't know why you would lie. Because you just look crazy in the first place. Nothing to gain. But anyhow, he said the missile launched. And in the video, a UFO shows up. And I think I remember he said like a beam came out of it or something. And it disabled the missile and just knocked it out of the freaking sky. That's crazy. That's true. And now they're starting to take it seriously. They're starting to take it seriously. And it's amazing. They've got Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick. He's heading up the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. He's investigating all of this. And it, it's, it's amazing that they're finally, you know, finally paying attention to this. Uh, now, is this all for show? Maybe. You know, they, they might already know all about this. They might already know what it's all about. But it's slowly coming out into the public view. You know, like we're starting to see more and more of this. And I think it's going to just be normal eventually. So it's good. Exciting things happening. Because, man, I, I remember... Shit, I remember 15, 15 years ago, dude. If you talked about aliens, UFOs, if you said you saw one for the most part, you were considered a nut job. Yeah, speaking from experience, you would get, dude, you would get grilled. And, yeah, to me it was always baffling. Like, you would talk about UFOs, interplanetary species, and you'd always get, well, I'm concerned about what's going on here on Earth. Well, yeah, that's great. It is good to be focused on your life, your daily goals, because... It does help you have a good quality of life by focusing on what's important here on Earth, like your your job, career, you name it, family. But at the same time, it's fascinating to think that there could be other life out there. How is that not fascinating? And how can you not see that that's potentially, you know, happening somewhere in the universe? You can't argue with the, you can't argue with that fact. You can't even when you look at the mathematical odds. It has to be out there somewhere. And, it, it's, and it's not like it has to evolve according to how we evolved here on Earth. It's amazing. It's incredible. That's, that's it. That would be a whole other episode in and of itself will do. We're just going to cover like the news, the major news things this week. 
So, yeah, we had the UFOs. We had the Chinese balloon. We had a chemical spill. Uh, North, uh, Norfolk Southern train line, man. So that's been, that's been one that was really, like, not covered as well as this whole UFO thing. That, that's just incredible what's happened there. That's, that's an environmental disaster, man. And those people have been exposed to chemicals all in their environment now. Uh, I was reading stories about a guy's pet fox that died. Someone lost two of their cats. You know, pets dying and stuff. And what's that telling you? You're being exposed to these chemicals as well. It might not be enough to kill you, but it could be enough to cause cancer or cause other harm. Who knows? So my heart does go out to those people. It's an unfortunate circumstance. And like someone else said, I don't know how they would recover from this. I don't think they can. I don't think that town can recover from this. You got to think, imagine owning property out there. You put your whole life and everything into buying a home, settling down, and you're stuck out there. And then you can't sell your home because it's, no, it's known that it's in a chemical wasteland now. But anyhow, if there's any charities or anything you guys can donate to, highly recommend it. You know, if, you, if you're in the area, if you can just give them water, help out in any way you can, do it, man. Do it. You should always help your fellow human beings. But in other news, what else do we have here? So this was a really cool story about some amateur astronomers. So there were some amateur astronomers that discovered a massive nebula near Andromeda. And it was just like a little side project for these guys. And it's, it's incredible that, that people can still do this. Like the citizen scientist is still well and alive. And a lot of people don't realize that. There's still a lot of shit out there to be discovered, and you can do it. You can be a part of this. And I think from what I was reading, when they first submitted their work, it was someone at the university level. I uh, told him that he didn't think it was correct. Uh, quote right here. He said, when they got the nebula or filmed it, this new massive nebula, one of the researchers they sent it to or in academia said, there's something wrong with your camera. Go fix it and leave me alone. Quote. And then the other guy told him, he's like, Rob, it's real. And said, look, you haven't tried hard enough to kill it. And in the end, yeah, they ended up finding and discovering something completely new that we didn't know about. So citizen scientists at work, man. It's a beautiful thing. You can do this as well. I, I, I think there's a program. There's another program that you can do. It's, it's just related to this. I'm not going off topic. But you can help NASA look for exoplanets. So I know a couple of people on my TikTok that are involved with NASA, and I'll talk to them about that, see what we can share. But, yeah, you can help them find exoplanets. And I would assume that would involve analyzing data, like recordings of looking for planetary passings or whatnot, and stuff like that. But it's an exciting time, man. That's really cool. That's so cool that these guys were able, able to do that. So that's a great story you should read up on as well. Now, another thing with... With this content that's going to be coming out, we've got some pretty good guests lined up. One of my mates is a cardiologist. He's a pioneer in the field. And he's using photobiomodulation, which is light therapy, to treat his patients. The guy's doing groundbreaking work, and he's one of the most intelligent human beings I know. So I spoke with him. He's agreed to come on the podcast. He's going to be talking. He's been on some pretty big-name shows. So I think he can bring a lot of value to you guys and myself. 
you know, he's an expert on heart health and all that. So we'll be getting him on the show. We got quite a few other people we're going to have come on. Uh, I've got a biohacker coming on who I know very well. This guy is a genius when it comes to biohacking, diet, and everything. I mean, it it's it's just pure passion coming from this guy. Like, and I I interact with him a lot. We talk a lot on social media, and just just his knowledge is incredible. And he's forward thinking, and he, he he's he's like ten years ahead. But anyways, we're gonna have him on the show. Have some chats with him. I've got some other scientists I'm going to be bringing on the show. So we'll do that. I, I want to bring on a patent attorney. I might bring my own patent attorney on here. So I'd like to interview him just to share information with you guys. Because there's been quite a few of you on TikTok that have talked about patents. And while I know a little bit, I am not an expert. You know, I do not give legal advice. I can't. Because I'm not a patent attorney. That's why you have experts. That's why you pay them. So probably be getting him on the show as well. You guys will get a lot of value out of that. And anyways, if you have any requests for shows, send me an email, mrcardinsquest at gmail.com. Send me your requests. Send me who you would like to see on the show. I'll get them for you. I'll make sure that it happens. And not only that, my website just launched this week, mrcardin.com. Visit my website. You can see my Instagram there. You can see the Amazon store there where you can find all the books that I recommend and the things I talk about. We also just launched our merch. This is the first time we've ever launched merch on this show. Again, people requested it. So we've got two shirts. We've got one with a face on the moon. is like a shadow. It's called like the Watcher shirt, the um, Lunar Sentinels, what I call it. And it's, it's supposed to express the mystery of the moon, but also space. And I think the only thing fitting to really describe that in an abstract way is gray alien face i don't even know if that was the right word to use but anyways you guys get it um so check out the shirts we got that one we got a mr carden shirt we got an alien that stole my swag stole my tie and everything he looks great though he knows how to dress and he's on the front of the shirt doing a peace sign and our brave bottle cap astronaut frankie delgado my cat who you guys always hear in the videos throwing bottle caps got one of his bottle caps actually right here you'll hear it we made a t-shirt of him just because he's one of the stars of the show but anyways guys i want to thank you for taking the time to listen to the show today it's been a blast i love getting on here and just ranting and everything i'll have a show coming out weekly every week you can count on it and until next time stay safe have a good one guys see ya